Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the North American Association of Cerebral Palsy Advocates chat line. I, of course, am Caleb Wells. I am joined again by my vice president and partner in crime, Tanner Lynn, vice president of the North American Association of Cerebral Palsy Advocates. How are you feeling today, Tanner? I'm feeling great. I don't like how I did that intro, but we're going to roll with it because we're going to try a different format today. So thank you for wherever you're joining us, however you're joining us. Thank you for making us part of your week. We're going to do a double episode here today. So it's going to be about 40 minutes long. So bear with us. And Tanner, I don't think we really have a topic, do we? No, we don't. Um, but we'll, we'll see how this goes. So. I mean, we'll, we'll start here. The last time, if you have been joining the podcast, uh, you'll know that we mentioned Tanner was out in Tennessee last week. So how was that, Tanner? I know you had a little bit of an adventure. So Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a fun time, except my um, chair decided to uh, get rained on and then decided to throw a bunch of air coats. And so I had to scramble and find out, find some people I know. And luckily, I was able to get it fixed. So all I well, can say is do not get your chair wet. Well, that's good. You would think that those things would be meant to be waterproof, but apparently not. <laughs> rain is a thing that happens. Don't get caught in the rain, children. Let's just yes. put it that way. Don't get caught in the rain. Um, it's not as fun as it looks in the movies. <laughs> no. But other than that experience, which you had to go about two or three hours out of your way to get two your chair fixed. Yeah, two and a half. But they were great. So it's all good. Just a little delay, but you know, can't help it. And, and that's something that people don't think about, right? When you travel. And I know we've talked a lot about travel on this show, which I'm sorry for that, but it is one of my favorite topics to talk about is when you do travel with a disability and you have to think about okay, what happens if X, Y, Z with my equipment breaks down? Uh, yeah. How are we going to fix that? So it was good that you were able to adapt and find people to fix your chair. Yes. Because I've been in situations where I was out of town one time. I was just rolling down the street. All of a sudden, my front caster comes off my chair and it dumps <laughs> me out. And I was like, this is great. Hundreds of people saw me do this because I was just off the Vegas Strip. So I had to like get out of my chair, flip it over. Luckily, I had an Allen wrench in my backpack to put it back on so I could get back to where I was going so I could properly fix the thing. But I, I could just see you doing this right now. Yeah. I was on a cobblestone street. I was so embarrassed. I still don't know 
how that happened. So if the people at Key Mobility want to reach out to me and help me figure out how the front caster of the 2015 Rogue just falls off, because apparently that's the thing that happens if you Google it, I, I would love to know like what causes that malfunction. It hasn't happened since that time, but I would love to know how that happens. <laughs> and and thank you to the people at Pumabile. If you're listening to this, thank you for stepping up and taking 15 minutes to fix my problems. So, yeah. Would so what error codes popped up? Uh, it was error code 20AA, which means you have a malfunction of a of a um of a device on your chair but it it doesn't indicate what device it just says air code 20 aa and it may let your chair drive it may not it may let your chair move the different seat functions it may not it just depends on the on the day and the second that it that it um what it wants to do. So I just kept playing with it and turn it off and turn it back on and hoping hoping one of those times it could move. That was an adventure. You were you were playing the lottery basically. You were I was you know how they say in IT, have you turned it off and turned it back on? That's what you were doing? Yes. Exactly what I was doing. So it it does bring up a point, though. I know we're kind of making jokes about this, that, and the other thing. But it may it brings up a point where it it is something you have to think about when you travel especially when you travel independently like i do or in your case you were with your family but that was really the only way that you were going to be able to get around cuz you didn't bring up a bring a backup chair with you did you or did you have your manual chair i had a uh, $100 amazon chair so yeah it's not very comfortable but it it worked in a pinch Yes, but that's not a long-term solution, right? No, no. And you would think with all these things that your chair is a little bit more expensive than mine, but my chair is especially formulated for my body and how I move and what I use it for. So going into another situation like the like a foldable Amazon chair or a hospital wheelchair. It's disorienting. And again, you're basically losing your a tool because we, we've talked about on this show before and just in general that our wheelchairs don't define us. They're a tool to help us live our life and be independent. And so when those things break down, it's like you're losing that tool that allows you to lead the life you want to steal it in a journey quote. Uh, but 
I'm glad that you got back safe and you were able to fix your chair there, bud. So, yeah. And everything's all good. So, that if it wasn't for the uh, to the, for the great people at Plumbeville, I would not have a uh, a chair that was functioning. Um, so, yeah, it was a great time. And you're about to get up and travel again. This time, not necessarily for a fun little adventure. No. But for something that's big coming up and hopefully it's going to help you out a lot. So if you want to talk about that, we don't have to. But Yeah, I I would rather not. But uh, just it's just something pretty big coming up. And, and it'll be a while before I'm back to normal, but I will get there. And that's okay. We'll have Miss Brittany with me helping us out while you're on the men doing that. So and look I'll out be, for those episodes. I'll be listening to the show. And, and so. I know you're going to listen to the show and give me notes about, oh, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, because we're the same person in that sense. Like we, Like, if we take time off for any reason, it's very hard to turn our brains off, so. Right. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give you, give you notes on, oh, Caleb, you might want to <laughs> not say that or say this this way, because I, I don't know if I trust you without my, without my you, advice. Oh, yes, I do. But. You don't trust me without your with your guidance or your opinion on the situation, do you? <laughs> I do, it's fine. I don't think so, but that's fine. <laughs> that's completely okay, but we're going to continue to roll on with yeah. the show while you're out. We're going to have Brittany come on and help us out. We're going to have a couple other guests, which we'll find out about that more in the coming weeks, so... I'm really excited about all that. Yes. Um, now I think it's a good time to thank our partners. It, it's a perfect time to thank our partners, our friends over there at Giraffe Bottle. And summer is approaching, and those rising temperatures here across the country mean hydration is more important than ever. And a giraffe bottle hands-free drinking system is an easy way to stay hydrated and beat the heat. And beat the heat this summer. Purchase a giraffe bottle tower starting at $57 at giraffebottle.com. Again, that's giraffe, like the animal, bottle.com. The tower bundle includes a 24-ounce giraffe water bottle, a stainless steel wheelchair mount, and a 15-inch neck straw. The Giraffe Bottle Assistive Hydration Technology is designed to be flexible and easy to use for people of all abilities with accessories to, to mount wherever needed. Giraffe Bottle solutions are great for your wheelchairs, your desk, your beds, your walkers, tables, and more. It's great for hands-free hydration on the go, allowing you to make those summer memories without the stress of dealing with the traditional water bottle system. 
If you order free shipping on all orders over $100 at giraffebottle.com, again, that is giraffe, like the animalbottle.com. Thank you to the great people at Giraffe Bottle for sponsoring the chat line. And yes, um, with it being so hot in the Midwest right now, let's see, it's supposed to be 102 tomorrow, the high of 89 here today. So Giraffe Bottle is going to come in handy for us as we come down the stretch of the dog days of summer, is it not, Tanner? It is for sure. It is for sure. So, and I know we say thank you to those people over there a lot, but really just a great shout out to them allowing us to continue to do this show. So uh, they're wonderful. I'd love to hear about their Abilities Expo experience because that was last week. Uh, Abilities Expo out in Chicago, which is the largest convention for people with physical disabilities across the country. So, and they have multiple of these throughout the year, but Chicago is the biggest one here in the middle of the summer. So, yes. and they do some great stuff there. They, they have demonstrations, they have wheelchair reps, they have all kinds of assistive technology. The one year that I got to go to Abilities Expo, they were talking about these, they look like stone, like the stone pavers that you put out in front of your house, but they're, you're giving me a look because <laughs> you don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, but they look like stone pavers that you would put out in front of your residence. And instead of that, they're foam to help your wheelchair go across those. Oh, that, that's yeah. smart. So it it's things like that. They announced earlier this week a new shower chair system that is a different material because those shower chairs tend to get cold and slippery. And so they're working at the... Um, United Mobility is working on a new shower chair prototype. And we'll put those pictures up as well on our social medias and in this video. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see those as well. But it's a great place to go and create fellowship and be in the presence of other people in a similar situation. And I know we've talked about going, Tanner. But we'll get out there one summer. We'll right? go. Yeah. We'll get out there one summer. Yes. I, I've i only been one time and to, to see all the, to see all the different products and different manufacturers, it's just incredible to see how adaptive they really are in this world um, for people with disabilities. And that was probably uh, 20 years ago. So I was going to ask you what year you went. Probably 20 years ago. So I can't even imagine what it's like now. I mean, so um, I, I really, one of these days, I want to go again to 
just experience it because not only is it not only is it about product but to me it 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 would it would be kind of interesting to meet other people um with other people that use products uh for their disabilities and how they use them and it's just i mean the, the fact that we have a disability experts a a great thing because not everybody knows that there's products out there to help, help them so yeah and, and it's not just and it's not just in itself the expedi like the expo hall um they have like breakout sessions that can teach you about how to register a service animal and uh a couple years ago when i went to their online event they were talking about the use of medical marijuana and the, how that helps with seizures so it's it's stuff like that too it's a very educational very kind of moving experience that goes just beyond the products that are being sold and showcased there as well yes and i just think it would be i i almost attended the virtual last year but i didn't make it but i if i can't make it uh out this year uh for another one i'm gonna try to do the virtual just to, to experience it um and, and the great thing about abilities expo too is it's all free it's all free so you like all their events are free so once you get out there you can spend time and spend as much time as you want in the hall and so and it's really about networking too because if you need if you need a product or a service talk to the people and, and see if somebody can help you or some service can help you and so i th i think that's one thing i'm looking forward to is going and experiencing it once again so that's that's part of the thing right and with me playing wheelchair basketball as much as i had and at the level that i did those weekends that you would go to nationals or regionals or whatever you were going to they'd have product support reps out there all the time trying to sell you stuff and when i was younger i'm like why is why is this out here it should be just about basketball and then you realize that without those sponsors without those people the sport itself wouldn't be able to exist and survive and without the great leaps that we've made in accessibility just overall our lives would be completely different so we salute everyone that takes their time and dedicates their life to enhancing the lives of those with disabilities yeah, so for sure
no matter how small, whatever you do, it helps, helps me, helps Caleb, helps not just us, but everybody with a disability. So thank you. Thank you again. And I know we've talked about this on the show in the past is it's some things that you don't really think about, right? Kind of like with your chair this past week, someone who's able-bodied and hadn't been around, it, they wouldn't know to ask those questions like, okay, this is what happens if I need this. And, and exactly. it becomes a, it becomes a situation where if you do end up in a situation where you do have to use these services, God, God forbid uh, you would ever have to use these services. It's like sometimes you get this mentality of, oh, it's too late for me. I was in a lift a few days ago uh, going around and I was talking to my lift driver and she was telling me about her, her nephew that was paralyzed in an accident. And she was saying how he didn't realize things that would come second nature to him no longer can because you have to find a different way to adapt. And a lot of people that get into that situation, there's really one or two responses that you have. It's either I'm going to attack this with uh, enthusiasm, like we talked about with Jim Harbaugh, um, attacking each day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind, or you can sit there and throw a pity party and not realize that there is the support out there, that this is like, this is now the next chapter of your life and you don't have to sit by and be a spectator. So, and that's something that's very close to me as an individual, as someone who's played wheelchair basketball and coached wheelchair basketball is I ran into kids that, for one reason or another, they were one day they were up walking around high level athletes. And then the next day they're in a chair and they're like, where do I go now? And again, adaptive athletics is the window to what your life could be. And that's not always the answer, right? It's not always the right fit for everybody. Like you can, find new passions in art and in writing and things like that. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, but it's important because it goes beyond just the cerebral palsy community. It goes really across the world and across boundaries and socioeconomic status. It doesn't discriminate. It it really can't be anybody at any time. So I just felt like I could get that off my chest here as we're talking, but I don't know if you have anything to say about that, but 
I think I think you said it exactly. You just never you never never know it can happen in an instant and you have to find ways to adapt and um and it may take several different tries, but anybody can can adapt to this. And when, when we talk about this, there's another side of this coin, right? Where not only in those situations, but in our situation as well that we've been in since birth is there are two different types of people in this world. There are people that overestimate your ability and there are people that grossly underestimate your ability as well. So again, it goes back to being your best, you yourself being your best advocate. And that is saying, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. And understanding your own body and your own situation that's half the battle. Exactly. So, and I think that's what groups like ours are important for is again, for lack of a better term, helping people find their feet and find yeah. their voice. And it's, be, go ahead. And be able to, um, to be able to, to be their own, to be their own person. A hundred percent, because again, like we said, I think it was episode seven, going back to episode seven now, is you and I have the same diagnosis. However, we are two completely different people. Yep. It affects us in two different ways yeah so we are much more than just four words on a piece of paper yeah. and being able to share that and being able to understand ourselves i had a therapist that always used to tell me you know your body better than anybody else and you better be able to use your voice to say that yep and that's that's really how this should be broken down, right? Is you're the one that has to live in your body. So you're the one that should be able and should take charge of what is happening in your own life. And so... I nail home a lot of what Kenneth Dernigan said when he was starting the National Federation of the Blind is you yourself. And it's not saying that the world revolves around you because it's not. But you yourself, that is the key that unlocks your happiness. And so I know I've talked on this show a little bit about Thomas Jefferson and the terminology behind a pursuit of happiness. So 
why we use that term pursuit of happiness is you can't guarantee your own happiness, but you can go out and pursue those things that'll make you that way. Exactly. And I, and I think you make a very good point about that. You make, you make your life what it is. And so make the best of it and, and make possible what you want to happen in life. And it always goes back to what's the worst thing that can happen. They tell you no. Like that, that's kind of how I live my life is you're going to take that no and you can do two things so that you can either accept it or find another opportunity that will allow you to pursue those things. I always say take that no and run with it. Yeah. And run with it and see what that no can turn into a yes. Exactly, because there's somebody out there. And I've talked to this point to a number of different people. It only takes one person to believe in your abilities and yourself to completely change your outlook on life. Exactly. And and that is that is the message. It only and takes that, one. Yeah. That that's the thing and there There's part of me that wants to transition as we go along in these episodes and kind of go through cerebral palsy history, like important figures in cerebral palsy history. I, I think that's a good idea. And talk about those people that have turned those no's into yeses and have refused to give up despite what has been put in front of you. Because I I firmly believe, and you don't have to believe in God, but I firmly believe that you are not given anything that you can't handle. So if you're put in a situation, you're put in that situation for a reason, and it's a situation that you can definitely handle. It's being able to find those things and being adaptable and being willing to learn. There, there was an English poet named Michael Scott who said, you learn every day of your life and the day that you die is the day that you stop learning. And it's, that's an adapted quote from Albert Einstein who said, the day that you stop learning is the day that the process of dying begins. And it that's truly what it is. We learn something about ourselves and about other people every single day. And the day that we don't do that is the day that we die. And even on the day that we die, we will learn something that we will take to our grave. 
Yeah. I I don't want to get super morbid either. <laughs> no, like, but what were you gonna say? I agree with you though. If if you if you don't if you don't continue, you you just stop. Um. So just just continue to believe in yourself and see where life goes. I I think that's that's the key to all of it is we should drive the car of our life and not just be a passenger. And so because we can spectate and sit on the sidelines and say, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do this. There are ways to do it. We're the ones that have to come up with how to. Yeah. And even if you can't drive a car, you're still driving the, the car. The, the damn car. It was a metaphorical car, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not a literal car. It's a metaphorical car. But I... I think that's that's the important thing is it if you take anything from the show is we want you to understand a couple things about this show and who we are and who you are as a person if you are a person with cerebral palsy listening to this is we don't speak for cerebral palsy as a whole we speak for ourselves Yes. And we also want you to know that it's your life and your life is the one that's worth living. Exactly. So I I think that's where we should wrap this up at. Yes. And and I'm going to throw it back to you so you can tell if, them where, where to find this lovely podcast that you're listening to right now. If you are listening right now, um, you, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and smash that like button, uh, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're, if you're enjoying this and you're on Spotify, Go ahead and uh, subscribe there and um, leave a review because that really does help our algorithm, help help <laughs> the algorithm and help us get further up in the rankings so more and more people listen to this show, which is really what we're trying to do is help more people understand uh Cerebral palsy, so. Um. And remember, there's a back catalog on YouTube and on Spotify of all of our episodes. So if you ever do miss an episode, you can find them all there. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll put those in the bio. And again, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, thank you for making us part of the part of your week, and we will see you in the next episode.